welcome to this week's edition of ICS's Lioncast, a podcast on all things ICS. I'm your host, Carter Rowe. Let's get started. The Kunde family sponsors their compassion children, Prabina, Johnny, and Hector. Prabina lives in Bangladesh, and Johnny and Hector live in Bolivia. Our other sponsor is the Emory family, wishing ICS Sports good games. Would you like to sponsor the Lioncast? You now can. For only $5, you can be mentioned by name. You can sponsor as an individual, a company, or in honor of someone special to you. To sponsor us, you may email Mr. Hobbs at ahobbs at intermountainchristian.org. And now, the joke of the week with Lorelai for our weekly dose of laughs. Want to hear a construction joke? Oh, never mind. I'm still working on that one. Thank you, Lorelai. Now to Josie, with a list of everyone you should wish a happy birthday to. This week, we have six birthdays. On the 14th, we celebrate Alyssa Rice's birthday. On the 16th, we celebrate Molly Jewell, Addison Christensen, and Penelope Lamb. On the 18th, we celebrate Ashlyn Nelson. And on the 19th, we have Camilla Bartholomew. Please wish these people a happy birthday if you see them. Here are some special messages for you. Hi, Alyssa. It's Kylie. Thank you for being my classmate. You're an awesome friend. Happy birthday, Alyssa. Uh, it's Tora. You're a good classmate. Hi, Alyssa. It's Vera. Happy birthday. You should ask me to draw you one of my alien birthday cards. Hey, Molly. Happy birthday. Thank you for being such a wonderful friend. Hey, Molly. It's Jane. Happy birthday. Um, It's Kaylin. Happy birthday, Molly. I hope you have a great day. Hi, Addison. This is Alexa. Um, Happy birthday, and I'm glad to be your friend. Hi, Addison. It's Karis. Happy birthday. I'd like to be your friend. Hi, Addison. Uh, it, it's Ron. Have a good uh, birthday, and I'm thankful to be your friend. Hi, I'm Caitlin. Happy birthday, Penelope. Glenna, happy birthday, Penelope. I wish you a happy birthday. Happy birthday, Ashlyn. It's Camila. My name is Isaiah Manning. And the Lioncast asked me to wish a happy birthday to hiking club president extraordinaire, drumroll, Ashlyn Nelson. Hi, this is Chloe. Happy birthday, Ashlyn. You're a scrub. Hi, Mimi. It's Nastasha. Hey, it's Ashlyn. Happy birthday. Hi, Camila. It's Taylor. Happy birthday. I hope you have an amazing day. Thank you. Now to Elaine for this week in history. On December 17, 1903, Orville and Wilbur Wright achieved the first powered airplane flights. On December 20, 1856, the Montgomery bus boycott ended. On December 21, 1846, anesthesia was used for the first time during a surgery in Britain. On December 16, 1770, Beethoven, a famous musician, was born in Germany. On December 21, 1879, former Soviet Union leader Joseph Stalin was born. On December 19, 1790, William Perry, a British British explorer that tried to find the Northwest Passage, was born. On December 18, 1878, the last member of the Irish Society, John Keogh, was executed. On December 14, 1799, President George Washington died in Mount Vernon. And on December 15, 1890, Sitting Bull, a famous Native American chief, was killed by Indian police. Now to Ellie with news. On Wednesday the 9th, there was dance, high school bells, 
and ensemble performances for elementary chapel. For dance, there was also a performance at 1 p.m. The dance team performed an instrumental version of Carol of the Bells and God Rest You Merry Gentlemen that they have been working on since September. Here is dance head captain Natalie Russell talking about the performance. Hi, my name is Natalie Russell, and I'm one of the head captains of the high school, middle school dance team. Um, we just performed for um, elementary and um, some of middle school, and it was really, really great. We did really well, and we were able to be all together and to praise God through dancing. Ensemble's performance included songs such as Carol of the Bells and Patapan, with bells playing a few numbers as well, such as Deck the Halls and All I Want for Christmas is You. Also on Wednesday... The high school had a white elephant Christmas gift exchange during their chapel. They all brought presents and played a trading game with their classmates until everyone ended up with a different item. Middle school and high school also both participated in Ugly Christmas Sweater Day, with the winner for middle school being Ruger Emery, the winner of high school being Joey Menning, and the faculty winner being Mrs. Gagan. Now to Jaden, with all the things that will happen this week. On December 18th, the middle school will have a middle school Christmas party with a mystery Christmas movie. And they will play White Elephant. Every middle school needs to bring a $15 gift to be able to participate in the White Elephant. They will also have continental breakfast in the morning. Middle schoolers are allowed to wear P PJs to school that day. On December 16th, we have our first Christmas concert. At 1 o'clock, the first graders perform. Then at 1.30, the second grades perform. Then at 2.15, the third graders perform. On December 17th, we have our second Christmas performance. Our first performance we have is our fourth graders at 1 o'clock. The next we have our fifth graders performing at 1.30. Then we have our middle schoolers performing at 2.30. All parents that attend these performances will have to wear masks, and only the child told can attend these performances. The high schoolers have finals Tuesday, December 15th to Friday, December 18th. ICS will be on winter break from... December 21st through January 4th, being 10 days of school off and 16 days off total. Also in the month of December, the second graders learn about some Christmas traditions from around the world. We do different activities, make crafts, enjoy treats from other countries, and play games. Our events culminate when Mr. Uzi helps us set up our Christmas piñata as we learn about Christmas traditions in Mexico. That's fascinating. Now to sports with Judah. On Monday, our middle school boys had their last game of the regular season. They had won a hard-fought game against Summit Academy, 41-39. to On Tuesday, our high school girls had a game against Draper APA. They lost a hard-fought game. On Wednesday, our middle school boys had a playoff game. It came down to the final minutes where Isaiah Drisnam made hit a clutch layup and Jackson Smith made a clutch jumper to seal it. Also on Wednesday, our high school boys had a game against Providence Hall where it was a really close game. ICS started poorly in the first quarter. In the second quarter, they got a comeback, and it was all switching who was in first. But in the end, we lost. On Thursday, our middle school boys had another playoff game. They lost while trying their hardest. They played against Ascent Huskies. The loss ended hit a great season. Congratulations to our middle school boys on Friday. Our high school girls had a game against UMA camp. They beat UMA by 56-4. to Morden Zainberg had 49 points. They made some great passes. It was a team effort. On Saturday, our high school boys played against Panguish. We lost. Next is CJ, interviewing Mr. Hobbs. 
Hi, and welcome to the Community Spotlight portion of the LionCast, the part of the show where we talk to a member of our ICS community and get to know them a little better. I'm your host, CJ Barber, and I am pleased to welcome to the LionCast today's guest, Mr. Hobbs. Hi, CJ. Hi. Why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself to our audience? Well, as you said, my name is Mr. Hobbs. Uh, my wife also works here, Sarah, uh, and she's the love of my life. Very excited that we're together and we get to work in the same place. Uh, we live here in Utah. We've lived here for about three years, and we have a cat named Chip, and he's annoying sometimes, but also great. So that's me. Why did you decide to become a teacher, and did you con- consider any other careers? I decided to become a teacher not till I was a sophomore in college. Um, I had thought of several other careers. At one point in my life, I wanted to run a horse farm. Another time, I thought I would like to be a civil engineer and work at uh, our family company, Edwards Moving and Rigging, moving houses and uh, transformers and whatnot. thought about being a lawyer, a preacher, lots of different things. I don't know. But went to college uh, for a business degree whenever I was a freshman. And it was okay, but I didn't love it. My mom suggested to me that, she said, Andrew, you've always liked kids, and you've always liked history. Why don't you try teaching? I tried it, loved it, and here I am today. Wow, that's a lot of stuff. What did you prepare to be a teacher? How did I prepare? Well, so I got a four-year degree from Pensacola Christian College in Pensacola, Florida, uh, specifically in secondary education. My two fields were history education and then physical education. Uh, took a lot of classes, so let's see, some of the things, obviously a lot of history classes just to know the content. Took a lot of, um, the PE classes were like coaching basketball and soccer and volleyball and all those different types of things. And then we had education courses as well to where it taught us how to teach. So for example, in some of the classes, we would have to teach other college students as if they were middle schoolers or high schoolers. And in those lessons, they would hand out little slips of paper to our fellow uh, classmates, and it would give you some description of how to misbehave. So, for example, uh, sometimes they would give you a a ball or a a paper that you were supposed to wad up into a ball and chuck it at the teacher whenever they weren't looking. Other times they would give you a rubber band and have you flick it at the front or just stare out the window when you're not supposed to. One PE class I was in before, one kid just left. And you had to figure out what to do with that student. Um, so we, we had lots of examples of how to do classroom management, of how to teach well. Um, but yeah, the, that those four years, I think, prepared me very well at PCC uh, and very grateful for my time there. That sounds really fun and really cool. It was so much fun. To misbehave in the class when you were supposed to was fantastic. I always felt bad for the other teachers, though, because like, sometimes they weren't good at catching things. One of my misbehavior things I was supposed to do is look out the window until the teacher corrected me and told me to look up front. In the entire class, he never told me to look up front. So I had to look out the window for like 30 minutes, but the bad thing was the blinds were down. So I was just looking at the blinds. It wasn't even anything to look at. It was very frustrating. Wow. Did you teach anywhere before ICS? If so, where was it and what was it like? So not as a full-time job, but I have done teaching in other places. We had to do a couple of internships while I was in college Um, one of them I taught for, I don't know, three or four weeks at the, uh, Christian school that I went to K through 12 in Shelbyville, Kentucky called Cornerstone Christian Academy. Great school. Go Bulldogs. Um, 
and I got to teach there for a few weeks. That was a lot of fun because I had uh, a niece and a nephew in school there at the time, and then some cousins, and I had them in some of my PE classes that I was teaching. And believe it or not, it was sixth graders that made me believe that I really liked teaching, which you'll be happy to hear, CJ. This sounds like not a great story, but I was teaching a study skills class, and I was late coming into the class because I was just coming over from a PE class to teach the study skills one. And I walked into the room, and as sixth graders do, maybe not you, but most do, they lose their minds whenever there's not an adult in the room and just go crazy. So I walked in, and I shut the door, and I said, everyone be seated, essentially. And they didn't know who I was, and they just saw that there's this random adult that had come in and thought they were in so much trouble, and they got quiet really quick, went back into their seats really quick, and I was like, wow, this is interesting. <laughs> and uh, it, it, it made me enjoy teaching a little bit, knowing that you could command the attention of some kids and get them organized in a way that they could learn things that are helpful, how to study, uh, you know, knowing different things in history, knowing different things about the Bible. Um, but that classroom management part, I think, is extremely important when it comes to any class. Because if the kids aren't listening, well, if, 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 if you're not creating an environment where students are able to feel organized at home, know what's going on, then teaching them is going to be a lost cause. Yeah. What were the names of your nephew and niece? Uh, Gavin and Emily. Butler that were there, uh, and I love them. They're great. I also, I guess I didn't finish answering your question. So you said uh, places I taught. Taught at Cornerstone for like a couple of weeks as an intern, and then at um, Pensacola whenever we do our education courses and stuff. Part of it is we have to spend a whole semester teaching at Pensacola Christian Academy, uh, and I did that. I taught eighth grade history and uh, eighth grade PE as well. Uh, and that was a lot of fun. Had a lot of really good um, friends that I made from that time uh, and just learned how to teach in a real classroom setting instead of just pretending and doing all of our education courses. What are your favorite and least favorite parts about teaching? Favorite part about teaching is being with kids. The, the older kids get, the less they like to be called kids, so maybe just being with students. Are you a kid, CJ? Do you still consider yourself a kid or no? Uh. Kinda. Not acting like a kid, but I guess I'm not a teenager yet. So. That's good. Yes. The teenagers. I mean, whole different world. <laughs> I love the teenagers, too. But I like being with students, especially in middle school. Um, middle schoolers just, you guys still have a lot of energy. You still have a lot of some wanting to, you know, still please teachers, some thinking now it's too cool to want to do that sort of a thing. But that's a lot of fun. And then I love the high school uh, students, too. They don't usually have near as much energy, but we can talk about things that are really important and have the chance to talk through, you know, current events, or uh, we have the chance to talk through different, like this year I'm teaching economics and government. This year was an election year. So to talk through that stuff with people that are actually going to be voting or did vote in this past election um, is a lot of fun. So those relationships there are fun to me. Uh, my least favorite part about teaching... Uh, I would say would be the grading. I don't think any teacher likes grading. Uh, maybe some do. Um, but it just takes a long time. And it's the most fun part is being with people when you're teaching. And the grading stuff you do on your own by yourself. And it's not fun. So those would be my favorite and least favorite parts. So I know you're from Kentucky. And did you teach, I mean, what brought you to ICS? Okay, so yes, I am from Kentucky. Very proud that I'm from Kentucky. Um I came out to Utah whenever I was, after my last year of high school, 
for a week for a missions trip with uh, Hope Church Utah that I'm now a part of. Um, and I was part of a, a, a missions trip to come out and to just, I don't know, knock on doors, hand out flyers, stuff like that for this new church plant. Really loved it out here. Was really touched by the great need for Christians to live in Utah. We are one of the most unreached uh, groups in not just the United States, but in the world. I think like 3% evangelicals or something like that in Utah or Salt Lake City. Maybe I'm off with the numbers. Uh, but there are nations around the world that we send missionaries to that have fewer Christians per um, you know, capita in those nations than they do in Utah. So to be able to stay in the United States and to be in a place that had a great gospel need was something I was interested in. So throughout my time at college, it was kind of in the back of my mind that I would love to come back out to Utah at some point. Uh, when I graduated, applied for a couple of jobs. This happened to be the only K-12 through Christian school in Salt Lake City that I'm aware of. Uh, and they just so happened, not a coincidence, but it's God, they just so happened to need a middle school history teacher, which is what I was trained to do. Uh, did an interview, uh, they hired me, and out I came. So how long have you been working at ICS? This is my third year here at ICS. Wow. What classes and subjects do you teach, and which is your favorite to teach? I teach lots of stuff. So history, I teach sixth grade, which is world history. Seventh grade, which is state history as well as um, uh, government that we do in the second semester. Eighth grade, which is U.S. history. And then this year, I also teach um, 11th and 12th grade, and we switch back every other year. One year, it's government and economics. The next year, it'll be U.S. history. So this year, it's government and economics. Then, on the elective side, I teach uh, middle school debate and then broadcasting, which is what you're a part of and why we're doing this uh, podcast here together. So what is one of the strangest things that has happened to you as a teacher? Strangest thing to happen to me as a teacher... I don't know. I think there are many strange things, especially working with middle schoolers. I love middle schoolers, but you guys, I mean, are a little strange, and being strange isn't bad. Uh, but just having days where I w walk through the hallways and I see, I hear random singing coming from students just because they feel like it, or barking, or yelling, or really any noise that you could possibly think of would be coming out of middle schoolers' uh, mouths. Also, my biggest fear whenever it comes to teaching is mispronouncing words, which I do quite often, and it's frustrating, but I try not to. But especially when we're talking about, you know, cultures around the world and world history, I don't speak those languages. And trying to pronounce those things, I fail at often. Uh, so getting mispronunciations of things is, uh, is something that is strange to me. And then a positive strange thing is my wife works here now, and she's not like an education person and not a teacher, but now we get to carpool every day and ride together. She gets tired of my talking and singing in the morning, but still, I think it's good for a marriage. Maybe. I enjoy it. You can ask her. Were you a good student when you were in school? Uh, I think I was a pretty good student. Uh, when it came to grades, I um, you know, did well. In high school, I was a governor's scholar in uh, the state of Kentucky, or invited to be before I left a year early to go to college. Um, when I got to college, though, my, I wasn't still a straight A and B student. Uh, I decided that I was going to work my hardest, and then with the rest of the time, I was going to enjoy myself, because I think that that's also an important thing uh, to do. Um, so I was a pretty good student. I was very shy, though, when I was in 
all the way up to high school, really, until I got to college, which is strange for people that know me today, because I don't shut up. But <laughs> at one point, um, like I would go entire days at school where maybe I said five words that weren't in class, like to the teacher or something like that. Um, but I've gotten over that, and I'm making up for lost time with my many, many words that spill out of my mouth every day. What is something that some people don't know about you? Hmm. Something people don't know about me. I think a lot of people know this, but um, so I've got five siblings. We live all over the country. Uh, two in Kentucky, one in Florida, one in California, one in Texas, and I'm out here in Utah. Uh, but me and my little brother are actually Irish twins, so we're born the same day, but a year apart. My birthday is February 10th. His birthday is February 10th. Uh, and then along those same lines, I'm a huge University of Kentucky basketball fan, and I find great joy in the fact that the coach of Kentucky, who is John Calipari, uh, his birthday is also on February 10th. So me, him, my brother, we all share a birthday there. I have never let my brother live it down, though, the fact that he stole my birthday. I thought that was kind of rude. He had 365 <laughs> options, really 360, well, 365 that wouldn't have been mine, including e leap year, and he chose my birthday. But then he tells me that I've gotten even because he married his wife three months before I married mine. His wife's name is Sarah, but with an H. My wife's name is Sarah, but without an H. So now we have two Sarah Hobbses. I stole his wife's name. He stole my birthday. Maybe we're even, but I still don't think so. My dad is actually Irish, and he is also an Irish twin. His sister, they were both born on February 26th. So cool. So many February birthdays. We almost had my little sister born on February 10th, the year after. She was born the 23rd. I think the story goes, I don't know how this is possible, but the story goes, mom went into labor with her on the 10th. They were able to stop it somehow because she was so premature, and then she came 13 days later. But we always, growing up, celebrated all of our birthdays together. And whenever dad was in town, we would just, I don't know, celebrate on a day in February, and that would be me, Becca, and David all together. Well, that's it. Thank you for um, doing the interview with us. Thank you so much, CJ. You did a great job. Thank you. This has been Carter, and thank you for listening to the Lioncast. Be certain to tune in next time. Goodbye.